0: Welcome to the Winer Milk Podcast, where we usually review movies. (laughs) (laughs) But this week, we're going to just chat about childhood. It's a drink break episode.
1: Yeah, I like that. That was really a nice impromptu variation on the intro. That worked.
0: I'm feeling myself today. It was really good. Mostly, I had two mimosas. I'm going (laughs) to try to enunciate really carefully and um, go from there. Perfect. I'm just a little buzzed, but the minute alcohol hits my system, my words just all jumble together.
1: It's not true. It's I think how I they, they do in your head, but not in real life.
0: Okay, well, that's good feedback <laughs> for me to know, because I'm always, like, hyper-aware.
1: Yeah. No, you're good. Uh-huh.
0: As I just start making up words the rest of this episode.
1: <laughs> hyper-aware is a word.
0: I know. I'm just anticipating. Oh. <laughs> I always make up episode—make up—see? I always make up words.
1: No, you're good. Typically. You're good. So you start us off this week for our drink break.
0: Yeah. And I came prepared. Came prepared. I would like to talk about school field trips.
1: I am so excited. You said that I love field trips.
0: As I was thinking about it, though, today, to just think about all the places I went with my school, Mm -hmm. I don't think I really took too many in high school at all. I think they were all, like, in the younger years, elementary, middle school.
1: That's actually one thing. We did a lot of field trips, like, every year. Like, I remember a lot of field trips. I've got some good field trip stories. I only have
0: one that I can think of in high school. Everything else was earlier. And they were kind of lame, I'm not going to lie.
1: Oh, don't worry. I got I got stories on stories on stories.
0: Regardless of them being lame, though, there's nothing like waking up in the morning and knowing you have a field trip that day.
1: Oh, my God. It's the best feeling in the world.
0: The air smells different.
1: It does. Before we get too into it, I just want to say what my story or my topic is going to be. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about one of the most nostalgic places in the world for me.
0: F.A.O. Schwartz. <laughs>
1: what? I
0: don't know. There was a Christmas song that my school made us sing about it. I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Where did you go to school?
0: Outside of New York City.
1: That's weird. No. Um. Well, I want to talk about one of my most nostalgic places in the world, Toys R Us, rest in peace. Very close. Yeah, kind of.
0: Uh, <laughs> we did ride the carousel there when we lived in New York. We did. That was one thing we did as right adults. before it
1: shut down, it was very mm-hmm. worth it.
0: You know, we didn't have to wait in line, and I think because we didn't have to wait, it was worthwhile. Yeah. But if it was, like, the heyday where you had to wait, like, an hour to go on it, I'd say.
1: There was graffiti on the ceiling.
0: How did people get up there? I have no idea. It's amazing to me.
1: But anyway, you're kicking us off.
0: Like, on so. a bridge, right? You see graffiti on a bridge for a train, <laughs> and it's like, okay, these people climbed it, it's outside, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in an actual Toys R Us in New York City where people work and it's an actively functioning site, How the hell did people do graffiti on the ceiling?
1: My best guess was that they climbed out of the Ferris wheel, like grabbed onto the ceiling trellises and and did it.
0: Did they break in after the store closed? I have no idea. Like, shouldn't the police have come?
1: (laughs) I'm confused. I don't know. Kevin McAllister was easily able to hide out in his toy store. And he's 10. So I'm assuming that somebody could do that in Toys R Us.
0: The real Kevin McAllister, please stand up. Yeah, please, please email us at podcast at gmail dot com.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's start off with yours. Uh, field trips. Do you have a Do you have a particular field trip that you wanna you wanna tell me about?
0: Yeah, Your most I mean,
1: cherished childhood field trip.
0: Like I said, field trips. I had them a lot in the early years. Mm-hmm. I feel and there's nothing like waking up and knowing you don't have to do work like Mm -hmm. you're gonna go in and have fun with your friends and ride the bus and then sometimes you had to like get to school early like you had to go before all the buses came that's when you knew it was gonna be a good trip they needed extra time to take you there and back Mm -hmm. but i think easily the best field trip i ever went on and like the one everyone looks forward to from the moment you start school you know that in eighth grade you have your eighth grade trip and it's an overnight trip yep and that's always going to be the best one.
1: Yeah. Where did you guys go?
0: Every single year. Every single year before I went.
1: They went to Paris. Oh,
0: <laughs> we were not bougie enough to have international travel no, in know. my school district. But I, I was
1: expecting you to be like, every year before us, they went to Paris. And then for us, we went to Lancaster, Pennsylvania.
0: Dude, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not like super wrong. So <laughs> every year they went to D.C. and Bush Gardens. Okay, and then the year I graduated eighth grade, we went to Philadelphia and Hershey Park, which is not far from Lancaster.
1: At least it's still like something,
0: yeah, but it's not
1: it's not the same.
0: Well, the bummer was that I have been to Philadelphia, so growing up, my grandma really liked to travel and she took me on weekend trips a lot, so mm-hmm. I went to Philadelphia with her, I went to Baltimore with her, so I had been to Philadelphia, and I'd done the whole you know colonial walk and mm-hmm. whatever. So it's not. I'm not complaining. I was excited to go with my friends, but I was. I had never been to DC. So, yep. and my grandma was saving DC because she knew I would go. Yep. For my eighth grade trip. Spoiler alert: My grandma's the best, and we did go to DC that same spring because she was
1: like, "Oh, you missed out on DC. We'll go." Oh, that's sweet.
0: Yeah, it was a good. It was a good time.
1: I think I might make you pretty upset. Did you go to DC? My eighth grade trip was to DC. Everybody goes to DC. <laughs> uh yeah, I uh we got. We got to go to D.C., but that was not my best one.
0: We had a vote, actually. To be fair, I can't get mad at my school. I should be mad at my peers.
1: You guys got to vote?
0: It was, like, <laughs> D.C. and Bush Garden, Philadelphia and Hershey Park, or Rocking Horse Ranch. For anyone who lives on the East Coast, like, in the Tri-State area, it's, like, this dude ranch, basically, where you ride horses, I guess?
1: I don't that know. It sounds like an awful eighth-grade trip.
0: Well, my friend who went to private school... They went to Rocking Horse Ranch a lot, but it wasn't like an eighth grade trip. They just got to go. And mm-hmm. it seemed really cool.
1: Okay. So. Well, do you have like any particular fond memories from Philadelphia and Hershey Park?
0: Oh, yeah. I touched the Liberty Bell and I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to do that. So that was probably the most
1: reckless I've ever been in my entire life. How many Taco Bell jokes did your classmates make?
0: Zero. We were sophisticated. Really? Wow. I don't know.
1: At my, that's all that my grade would have been talking about. Well,
0: you see, you get your groups, right? So that like the anticipation is.
1: Oh, you were like, your room assignments.
0: Kids. That's not. Okay. I did do one <laughs> year of <laughs> honors college in college and then I decided not to do it. And then at the last minute, I tried to graduate with it and they told me that. Cause it's, you know what? It doesn't matter. But, um, the anticipation is who you're going to sleep with. Mm-hmm. Like share a room with.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got that, Jess. You're in eighth grade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you kind of stick with your group from there, you know, so you could mm-hmm. just get to hang out with your friends and explore the city, touch what? the Liberty
1: Bell. Did you have chaperones? Or were they just like, okay, kids, here's 20 bucks. Meet you back here at five.
0: No, you got to like explore a museum by yourself and be back by a certain time.
1: Like back at a particular meeting point in the museum? Yeah. Okay. I, for a second, I thought you meant like, they'd like drop you off at a museum and be like, okay, the hotel is one mile this way. So you at five.
0: Oh, no, no, Like in the hotel, in the, gotcha. in the hotel, in the museum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the best part, the part I remember most vividly, sadly, is the bag check before you leave. They like search your bag to make sure you're not bringing booze or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they checked all of our bags and you couldn't bring your cell phone. They wouldn't let you bring a cell phone. It was like a big no, no. But my mom was like, you're not leaving to go to Philadelphia with a bunch of 14 year olds without your cell phone. Mm-hmm. So you had to like hide it. I like hid it in my underwear. Because I figured the teacher, we got lucky too. It was like.
1: Oh, the teacher didn't let you. You're you're saying when you left the school, they searched your bags.
0: Yeah. You like get to the school with your duffel bag and like the teacher search. And I luckily had a dude teacher search my bag.
1: And you didn't want to.
0: I put it in my underwear and then I took um, a sanitary napkin and I just slid it in the plastic. And I figured no one would like. No, definitely not. That's a good idea. You know. Um, And all my friends did that.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Because,
0: like, how are you not supposed to have a cell phone?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That wouldn't even remotely work nowadays.
0: But I remember that, and I brought, like, powdered donuts. That was, like, my party snack for the evening. And, um, yeah, I just remember being in the room. And, like, I remember, honestly, mostly the overnight part of being with my friends in a hotel room. Yeah. And they, like, taped the doors. Mm-hmm. so the teachers went around and like taped your door and then you if the tape came off you like left your room that night oh my god we were told we weren't allowed to leave ridiculous well i mean what would 14 year olds do I'm really ridiculous uh, what if i wanted to go to the vending machine
1: yeah get some ice
0: it, yeah for my alcohol I <laughs> <laughs> um and then the next day was like riding roller coasters
1: that's fun you
0: know so that was like the ultimate field trip
1: yeah, that's pretty cool. We did we did DC and we went to like a bunch of museums and stuff. I don't remember who I bunked with. Can't remember.
0: I can tell you everybody I bunked with. Really? I don't talk to any of them anymore.
1: Yeah, I can't quite remember, but my best ever field trip was when I was in high school.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: thing not the thing that I remember the most vividly, but I also had a suitcase encounter where they like searched your bag for contraband. Yeah. And I was in high school, so I guess they were probably looking for booze and stuff. But (laughs) so this trip was to New York. It was the only perk of being in band. Literally Mm -hmm. the only one. You weren't cool. Nobody liked you. We weren't very good. So we didn't get to do cool things. Well, I got to go to like Boston and stuff for competitions. But when I was like a junior plus, we didn't do very well in them. Mm -hmm. So this was my junior year. It was a band field trip. I had been looking forward to it so long. And they did it every other year. Mm -hmm. But you, like, I couldn't go my freshman year or something. I don't even remember. But got to go to New York, and I was like, I'm so pumped for this. I'm going to get to hang out with all my friends. We're going to go to New York stay in a hotel. Like, it's going to be nuts. And so I wanted to bring my PlayStation.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I wanted to bring my PS2. And you know what's hilarious? You don't buy a suitcase that I still have that makes a ton of noise. It's so loud. That's the suitcase I brought.
0: When you wheel it. Oh my gosh, we went to Portugal once and we were walking from the car to our the place we were staying and it was all cobblestone. And there was a funeral happening. Like oh there was my a God. memorial yeah. service happening outside a church and Kyle's wheeling his bag over cobblestone with the squeakiest wheels in the entire it's not world. even
1: squeaky it literally sounds like miniature grenades are going off every time <laughs> it like hits a crack it, it was, was like a thunderstorm so down the street i was so mortified it's so funny like we'll be in the airport and everybody else's bag is like completely silent and mine finds like any molecular defect in the ground it makes a noise about it
0: and we were so jet lagged and so tired <laughs> that like it, carrying the bag was just not happening
1: oh my god no that no, oh, was way it was too so far. So embarrassing. Uphill. Uh, but anyway, that was the bag I brought to New York. So <laughs> it lives I, on. Um, I packed my PlayStation right in the middle of my suitcase for protection. Well, my thought was that they would go around the edges to see if you hit anything, and that's all they did. They like went directly around. And it's the PlayStation Two, so it was just a big rectangle. Went around the edges, and I brought a bunch of games, including Guitar Hero. So my room was bumping.
0: Why couldn't you bring your
1: PlayStation? I don't know. They didn't, they just wanted you to bring clothes. Serious huh. business.
0: Play your music, and get out.
1: No, we weren't playing. We were just like going to have fun. Oh. So we got to like go around New York. We saw um, the producers on Broadway. Oh my God, it was amazing. That was like the highlight of the trip. Then we went to Toys R Us actually. Oh, yeah. Um, and we bought lightsabers and then had a big lightsaber duel in the streets of New York outside uh, while we were waiting for our restaurant because they had to sit like 60 kids. So it took forever.
0: When I lived in New York, And I had the unfortunate need to go through Times Square. If I saw you and a bunch of other teens fighting with lightsabers,
1: I definitely would have have
0: thought some really mean things
1: in my head. I'm going to marry that man one day. I would have been like, these tourists
0: out here blocking the sidewalk with their lightsabers.
1: No, you would have been like, I'm going to marry that dude. He's so cool. I had a wrist brace on, too, because I had hurt my wrist.
0: Well, you're painting a (laughs) real picture for me.
1: Yeah. We went to Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. I did that once with my grandma. Um, that, that was a great trip, but that was more just because we were so old and it felt like freedom in a way, you know, like we actually, holy crap. No, we like literally, they were like, make sure you're at this restaurant by four. And like, that's why we went to Toys R Us. We didn't have a chaperone with us. We were just like walking New York. Wow. That feels irresponsible.
0: I don't know. When I moved to New York at 22, I was like, should I have a chaperone? Yeah. Now that I'm looking
1: at it, I was like, what sixteen?
0: <laughs> it passes really quickly, but at sixteen, I would have been. I actually probably would have been a little nervous. I think.
1: Yeah, we were just in Times Square area. I was an anxious child, though.
0: I actually I credit loser. moving to New York with like kind of breaking me out of my
1: worry shell a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: you just got to go out and do it, and then you it's just fine. Do it, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, that
1: was like my favorite. That was my favorite favorite field trip because it was just so fun. Yeah, we were, were and we were only there for like three days. But seeing producers on Broadway was amazing. That was the highlight for me.
0: Yeah, you had a pretty great ultimate field
1: trip. I think we also went to um, the opera, and it was incredibly difficult to stay awake. Really boring.
0: Cry me a freaking
1: river there, I'm not into the opera.
0: I I ate powdered donuts and um, went on a couple roller coasters and you (laughs) got to see the opera and a Broadway play.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. I don't really remember how that worked out, but that was the fun one. But what about, like, littler kid field trips? Oh, yeah. There's tons of those. Tons of them.
0: Um, I'll just give you a quick rundown, I guess. Yeah. Well, I lived in northern New Jersey, so every year we went to Long Pond Ironworks, which okay. was just, like, up the road from where we already lived, mm-hmm. and it was, like, this old iron forge from the 1700s. Were
1: they, like, trying to recruit kids to work there?
0: No, but, like, my town was so obsessed with that because our town made this, like, iron link that went across the Hudson to oh, stop yeah. the British yep. during the Revolutionary War. I so it was, like, I, a pride th- and joy of I think our you town. told
1: me about this when we first started dating. You were so proud of it.
0: I wasn't proud. It just, it's just, think ingrained <laughs> in my head. And I went there every year. And then we also went to Ringwood Manor, the neighboring manor, which yep. is now a state park. But um when I was in sixth grade, I actually... They took us to West Point because part of that iron chain was still there on display. Oh, cool. That's how cool. That's how like my town. That's how much my town loved that piece of history.
1: I mean, it is when you think about it, it's a pretty cool idea. An iron chain that they ran across a river to stop enemy boats being able to go up it.
0: To be honest, I was 12, but it looked hefty as hell. Like It was like each link was bigger than my body. Oh,
1: yeah. Easily. So it's got to stop a boat.
0: Yeah. When you put it that way. So my town had a lot of, like, little historical things because it was an old town. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you grew up in Massachusetts. Everything's historical there, too, pretty much. So we did a lot of those. One time we went to this old, like, colonial village that still, like, we dipped, like, strings and wax and make candles. Yeah, we have that in
1: Massachusetts. Old Sturbridge Village. I made part of their website. As a professional, not as a child.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stuff like that. I think the best trip I ever went on outside of my eighth grade trip was in sixth grade we went to oh what was it called camp something or another it was on a lake out in i think new york Mm -hmm. and my sixth grade social studies teacher it was like his thing it was a two-day trip so you went and then he came home and then he went back the next day oh wow and you can tell he just wanted to do this trip with the kids and he's been there long enough he got to pull strings and it was just like survival (laughs) <laughs> like he taught us like oh if you find moss in the woods you can squeeze it and string it through a bandana and drink the water and wow. like here's how you start a fire with a nine volt battery in Dryerland. wow yeah he was an interesting fellow he um was really into star trek and like had a like a a stuffed Tribble he used to like show us and pretend it was real hmm. and then he's actually the first person that i ever watched star wars with because during like before winter break he like aired a new hope for the class and was like this is what we're doing
1: i like this guy and then he taught survival so that gives you (laughs) kind of a full picture of what that class was like i'm kind of imagining dwight Schrute.
0: yeah pretty much
1: who likes kids more
0: he also taught ancient history so it wasn't even like he was doing he was just doing like here's how the egyptians mummified people Mm -hmm. you know sounds fun but i don't know those are some highlights
1: so, yeah, for us, I'm looking back on it, we did a crap ton of field trips. I did so many field trips. Good for y'all. Like, one of them, well, probably the weirder one, and did your parents ever chaperone? I was
0: just about to ask you, did you
1: have a parent chaperone? I don't remember
0: my parents chaperoning, to be honest.
1: My parents chaperoned a, a good amount.
0: Oh, my mom did one. We went to the Meadowlands, mm-hmm. and we went through the marshes, and we got to catch um, little fishes and stuff. Mm. And my mom came to that one, which was cool. That's cool. And they call little fishes. But the running joke was, are we going to find a body? Because yep. that's where I was supposedly the mafia dumps all their bodies. I mean,
1: it was literally the next question I had for you. So,
0: Well, my friend's dad did find a body out there See? once when he was a kid. Legit. So. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. Uh, my mom came to that and she was cool. My mom was a really chill chaperone because she kind of lets you do your own thing.
1: And she's a teacher. So she's just used to being with kids, right? Or she probably wasn't a teacher then, was she? I
0: think she might have been like substitute teaching and working on her degree yeah. to get her teaching license. But she's good with kids. You your know? mom's
1: fantastic with kids. So she was chill. She's not like a worry warrior. Like that was always the worst is when you had a, uh, like one of your friend's parents who was just like a, a what they might refer to as a helicopter parent, mm-hmm. you know? And then they had their chaperone group and they were just like, like almost leashed to you. They like took it too seriously.
0: Well, speaking of that, so my mom chaperone that marsh trip but i also had an overnight girl scout trip once Mm. which was not school related but we drove to the mystic aquarium and we got to sleep there overnight yeah and then drive back so we didn't really do anything they just gave us like after hours museum time
1: i mean that's pretty fun
0: yeah and we went to we slept by the jellyfish it was actually really dark there Mm -hmm. and the only thing that lit up was a jellyfish tank And we didn't sleep at all. And it was really uncomfortable because we were just on the floor where everybody walks every day (laughs) for the um, exhibits. But on the way home from Connecticut, there was a terrible, terrible accident. And we were stuck in traffic. It took us like six hours. And my mom had a Suburban with eight seats. So she had a lot of the girls. Oh, no. And it was just full of people. It was so hot. We didn't have air conditioning.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And this one girl made a mix CD that she asked my mom to play and we listened to the same 12 songs the entire time. Yikes. And my my mom she was using bad language in the car not at the girls but at the traffic and it was just a disaster. I would
1: have been too that's horrible. Yeah. Poor mom.
0: I know she deserves more credit.
1: Um my parents I think did a good amount of chaperoning. Probably my dad did the least because he was he was way too busy uh by choice. (laughs) My mom I think did a good amount of Uh, we had this one trip called Nature's Classroom. I think it was uh, like fifth or sixth grade, and it was actually a full week. You got there on like Monday and left on Friday. Oh, cool. Did
0: you have to learn how to create fires from nine volt batteries in Fireland? I don't think we did. Oh, in really... steel wool. You're missing the piece. You yeah, I, the thought, I figured
1: there was. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do stuff like that, except in a cabin and stuff, and just like hung out and got to be goofs. But I mean, you, you like were away a and whole stuff. week. Yeah, you, you actually were, slept you there. there. It was oh. on the Cape.
0: They trusted you guys to sleep away
1: a lot more than my school did. Well, we had like a chaperone in the cabin with us. Oh, so my mom chaperoned that. She had a whole cabin full of girls. She really enjoyed it. She always um, wanted daughters. She did, and so we had that. Um, one of the, I think another one that my mom might have chaperoned. We went to. I I'm very fuzzy on the details. So it was like first or second grade. This was a weird one. It was like a plastic factory. Mm-hmm. I just remember like having like a keychain with like the recycling symbol on it of like plastic that's literally the only thing i remember of it
0: i like to think about the teachers now as an adult like if i were the teacher like how do you like organize a field trip like oh hey business is it cool if we bring like 60 screaming kids to your place and you show them kind of what you do
1: yeah and they're like that, that they're, they're like
0: it. nothing wants us but the plastic factory this year they're really hurting it they need has us here. to be
1: that right it has to be Cause what, what, why else? Like, there's nothing that we would have been learning about. They we were like, Oh, yes, the most appropriate field trip for you is the plastic factory. I don't know. Uh, but then we did one where we like traipsed through a marsh and, like marshes
0: I, were popular. I remember
1: having like uh, my rain boots on and being really worried that I was going to step too deep and it would flood in over them. The rain on field trip days sucked. I have a story for that, but we went to the child, the children's museum in Boston a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. It's so much fun. If you have, if you live near Boston and you have kids, you got to bring them there.
0: We went to the really Liberty fun. Science Center. I think that's, like, the equivalent in Newark, pretty yeah. much. It that had, like,
1: fun. all of these, like, things you could actually, like, climb in. Like, a huge playground in there. And, like, you could touch all the exhibits. It was really nice.
0: The Liberty Science Center had, like, a touch tunnel where it's, like, pitch black. And you have to crawl your way through by touch. Mm. And it was like, oh, if you're blind, this is what it's like. And I was like, I don't think this is really... How often do people who can't see have to crawl through a a tunnel?
1: Literally all the time. (laughs) Um,
0: That's my only tidbit about that.
1: (laughs) We went to the Boston Aquarium a good amount of times. I might (gasps) have even done that when I was like in high school.
0: Oh, I went there as an adult and I scared a a couple making out by
1: accident. Was I there with you?
0: No, I was with my roommates in college.
1: Maybe you just told me about it. I remember it.
0: We were on the harbor and we had some drinks and got dinner. Mm -hmm. And you know how the Boston Aquarium they have the seals are kind of outdoor indoor
1: yeah it's really cool there's
0: like a tunnel and the seals can kind of swim through it and it's half outside and then it goes into the aquarium so I it was dark and the, we were going towards the tunnel where the seals were and I saw them I was excited and I had a, I had a buzz and I was like hi honeys and I like sw- I like ran up to I almost <laughs> said swam I ran up to the seals but there was a couple in the tunnel just like hardcore making out and I screamed hi honeys and they thought I was like, <laughs> to them and they ran away.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Oh, that's embarrassing.
1: Uh, Yeah, we did that one a few times. Did I didn't... you see
0: people making out there?
1: Probably, but I don't think I did that. I think we went to a baseball game. Like, we did field trips all the damn time. But, without a doubt, worst field trip of my life. I'd love to hear what yours is, if you can think of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, we were in my junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And that's when you kind of take... Like U.S. history. Yep. And the English lit class also deals with the transcendentalists. So there's an overlap between history and English lit.
0: Oh, so I bet time. all the school administrators were horny for that trip.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's true. I I just think it was an appro- it was like a easy one because we're in Massachusetts. That's where slim. all of them lived and uh so where we went to was walden pond
0: i didn't do transcendentalism um, until high school
1: yeah that's what i said junior year of high school
0: oh i missed that part
1: <laughs> i don't know why i thought you were middle school no no no, junior year of high school so uh concord massachusetts isn't too too far from where i grew up and that's a very old Paul colonial Ravier. town uh it's still kind of you've been one if by me.
0: land two if by sea yep
1: <laughs> that's what i
0: remember about that
1: and it like it's the it's, shot
0: heard around the world
1: oh my god <laughs> lots of history facts yeah uh but it it like still looks historic you know they've it they've looks done
0: rich as hell
1: it rich as hell too but like the downtown and stuff they've done a lot of work to try and like maintain it you know
0: oh for um, sure but it's, it's it's definitely it's a wealthy town that's it yeah. i remember being like i shouldn't
1: be here oh my god the houses are like two million dollars and they're it, it, like like starting price but anyway um so i had been to concord like a ton of times, because my dad, that was his favorite Father's Day, was to go there, and then we would walk around the town and stuff. And we were going to Walden Pond, mm-hmm. um, and we get there, we, we get to the pond. Was that Thoreau, yeah. Walden Pond? And he w- he had, like, a cabin there. So mm-hmm. I was expecting that we were going to go to a cabin in the woods at his pond and just, like, see it.
0: Is he that night in jail guy?
1: I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, we show up, and it starts Absolutely downpouring. Like, I had like a rain jacket, but it was that rain that's so intense that it gets like in every nook and cranny and you like still get wet underneath, you know? Mm -hmm. But actually, no, there's two buses. The first bus went and we had to wait while they were going to like split up into groups. They got back before it started raining. So we had to go out in the rain. So one bus didn't even get wet and we got soaked. And then you get to the cabin, it's not even there. It's just like the plot where the cabin was. (laughs) <laughs> that is what our field trip was. A four-hour, like, round-trip event to see where a cabin used to be and get soaking rain.
0: Reminds me of that episode of Parks and Rec, where Leslie yes. Nope is trying to say that that land is on, um, oh, Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too. What is his name? What president was that?
1: I can only think of Thoreau now.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, uh He's a guy that died after, like, getting a cold. He's only in office for, like, 30 days. Yeah um but yeah it's like where the cabin used to be yeah but that, it's just
1: like a pile of rocks imagine that plus getting absolutely downpoured on and then the only fun thing that you got to do is get ice cream and it wasn't even that good ice cream it was just ice cream that was the whole field trip
0: you didn't have to do any schoolwork that's I, the thing i, I might anything have is better
1: doing school work actually this might have been after the ap tests as well so then all of the teachers are like you don't have to learn anymore so I, I don't even think it would have. It would have probably been better to be at school.
0: I'd rather do the two-hour round-trip bus ride, personally.
1: That was, that was more fun.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's worthwhile to not have to go well, to no, school. Well, no, because
1: then the other leg home you were soaking wet. It was awful.
0: I'm sure it was. I'm just having a hard time, like, thinking about being in class rather than sitting wet <laughs> on the bus. I just I think I prefer the wet bus.
1: Well, what was your worst field trip?
0: Oh, gosh. I don't know. I really liked field trips. I don't really know if I have a worst one. I guess coming to the top, like, the top of my head, I'm thinking about one time we went to the Statue of Liberty. We, like, ferried out there, and we were supposed to go in the crown and, like, go inside of it. But Mm. it was damaged. And, like, at the last minute, they're like, no. So we just kind of, like, stared up at it, (laughs) you know, up close.
1: That would suck. You get all the way there, and they're like, oh, well, here it is. Oh, no. Oh, man, wait. I'm so sorry. I just... That made me think of... Because you probably had to take a boat out to it, right? Yeah. That just made me think of my actual worst field trip.
0: Oh, I'm glad I jogged your memory. This
1: one was awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what happened? Did people puke? Oh, I feel like it was a
1: boat people puke. It was in eighth grade. I think it was eighth grade. Maybe seventh grade. We had a whale watching field trip mm-hmm. where we went out on a boat into the ocean to look for whales. But the day before... Or like the whole week before a hurricane passed through. Yeah. Right up the coast. And so the waters were crazy, crazy, crazy choppy. Yeah. And it was still like a little bit north like it was still a tropical storm, like north of us, you know? Uh so when we got out there, it was just like really bad waves. And I was actually pretty fine. But a lot of kids uh were not faring very well and getting and getting pretty sick. Uh and I learned this when we were in Hawaii. That if you're not feeling well, or maybe it wasn't even No,
0: in it was when we were in Maine.
1: In Maine, right. That if you're seasick, the best thing that you can do is actually eat food because it kind of weighs your stomach down and makes it so it's not sloshing around. The I- worst thing you can do is drink fluids.
0: Yes. And this is also colloquial c- colloquial knowledge from people who worked on a boat. Yeah. So but I trust I trust that, to be yeah. honest. It's not like a scientific fact, but that's what they all say works. Yeah, so. they were
1: like, Eat really heavy things. It'll help your bot your like stomach apple. not f- slosh around.
0: He says he always has an apple by his bedside at night. Yeah. In case he gets seasick.
1: But all the kids on that boat were like, oh, I need to replenish my fluid. So they were just chugging Gatorade.
0: Mm-mm. And so
1: that just kept making them throw up more. Well, you
0: feel the liquid then move in your stomach.
1: It was really bad. I will spare you guys the details because I don't want like our, our podcast listeners to get nauseous. But I'll just say that it was a waterfalls two story boat oh no oh no! Uh, and it wasn't a tiered two-story boat it was one of those ones where stairs and then you looked over and could see the heads of the people below you oh god so it was a absolute crapshoot and i don't know that we saw a any puke whales. shoot really yeah a puke shoot i think we maybe saw one or two whales like the 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 shadows of them
0: I've never seen a whale whale watching before ever. No. I think I've only, to be fair, I think I only went once or twice and I've never seen a whale.
1: I, I don't think that this trip we saw very many.
0: I've never seen a whale in my whole
1: life. I've seen a ton of dolphins when I was on my Alaskan cruise. They were playing in the, the ship's wake. There's like I'm, 300 of them.
0: What I'm gathering, have you been to a lot of places?
1: I've been to a lot. I've had a very, had a very fortunate life. But, uh, yeah, that was that's the actual worst one. It would, there was so much vomit. So fair
0: much vomit. enough. Any trip with a lot of vomit, unplanned vomit, I it would was... say, or planned vomit.
1: <laughs> it was horrifying. Oh my god. I actually like I can have like snapshot memories in my head of it happening.
0: That sounds traumatic.
1: Yeah. And at the end, I started to get a little queasy, but then I had a cup of noodles. Fixed me right up. Who,
0: what? What boat sa- sells cup of noodles? I don't
1: know. It's warm. Because, like, you're out in the ocean. It was chilly. You know, it was, like, the early spring, I think. Mm-hmm. So they had cup of noodle.
0: I did get seasick once. I didn't throw up, though. No? But I felt super nauseous when we um, were in Hawaii on that boat.
1: Yeah, On too. the way there. Me too.
0: The way back. <laughs> yeah. Me. Me I have too. it all on my uh, GoPro. <laughs> I have it all captured. <laughs>
1: oh god <sighs> anyway any other uh field trip thoughts I just, I just
0: loved field trips i was excited you got to sit on the bus with your friends yeah. you you looked forward to it all week permission slips it was always like anxiety inducing to get your permission slip out on time and like forgetting. forget it or
1: something yeah
0: uh-huh um
1: field trips are an easy one
0: and then just knowing like who your chaperone was gonna be Yep. because you've got a cool chaperone you know it just mm-hmm. made the day
1: you know the friend I was talking about that we would have his uh, a sleepover at his house in the last episode. Yeah, I always wanted his parents' are because they were great chaperones. Mm-hmm.
0: I like to know the parent. If I had the choice, like it was one of my friends' parents, I really like to know who it was yeah. rather than a rando. But anywho, yeah, field trips. If we ever Easy have kids, wine.
1: I'm gonna be I am gonna nominate myself to do chaperone every single field trip.
0: I think you just want to go on trips. Of them.
1: Yeah. For if me, it rains,
0: though, that. you're gonna be so grumpy.
1: Well, I'm, a, I'm older now. I'm more wizened. You're going to bring an umbrella the next time? Maybe. Look at you. Maybe. We don't own an umbrella right now, but I'll buy one for a field trip.
0: Weirdly enough, Toys R Us came up in your field trip story. I know. So that's a good segue into why Toys R Us.
1: It is my most nostalgic place in the world. I don't know why. But like, when I was really little, like, basically every week or every other week that I was at my mom's house, we would go to the mall. Like, that was, like, a weekend thing that we did. And we didn't really, like, buy stuff all the time. It wasn't like we were, just like, going shopping. It was just, like, me and my brother and my mom going, like, window shopping at the mall.
0: My mom avoided the mall like the plague. I only went when it was absolutely imperative.
1: Like, literally the exact opposite for us. And, uh, yeah, we would just, like, walk around the mall. We would get uh, an Annie's pretzel, you know? And the two places I always look forward to was KB Toys, but that place closed down pretty early, went out of business, and then Toys R Us. They put in a huge Toys R Us near our mall, and it was so fun. You know, okay, so this was really what did it. I've three things that i loved going to the mall for Mm -hmm. one of them or well to toys r us one of them was when bionicles came out that was life-changing especially because this was kind of like pre-internet where you were not like getting like going on the internet and like researching like what toys are gonna be coming out you Mm -hmm. know and like they didn't Do people like, super... do that
0: now? You, like, know what's going to come out? Probably,
1: because it's, like, advertising to you, and, like, Ninjago has, like, a newsletter or something, I bet. It's, like, emailing you. And you'll, you'll never believe what's coming out in four months. Yeah, but know? kids aren't getting emails. The parents are, probably. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, like, there's there's all these ads and stuff. Lots of avenues for advertisement. Like, really, for when you were that age, it was, like...
0: TV. TV, TV, TV or you. magazines.
1: You know? But Bionicles weren't, like, super huge at that time. So I remember we would just go and just, like, see what was there. Mm-hmm. And when, like, we first got them, we were like, this is so cool. But then they had all the different colors, and you wanted to get the different colored bionicles. And it was like, oh, my God, I already have the brown. When's the green one going to be in stock, you know? Then they came out with those crazy bionicles where their necks came forward, and they curled up into little balls. And I we just remember, like, going there and being like, oh, my God, there's new Bionicles. These aren't Bionicles. These are new things. Okay, so what's number two? Oh, yeah, right. Um
0: I feel like we're going on a Bionicles tangent here.
1: <laughs> Video games, just, like, exploring, you know? I still remember very vividly. Uh I was in Toys R Us, and I was like, uh it was probably, or it would have been early 2000s, I guess. And I was like, you know what? I'm a big kid now. hmm I'm not playing those little kid games anymore. hmm And so Pokemon Sapphire came out, Pokemon Sapphire and Pokemon Ruby. And I was like, no, I'm too old for this. No one's too old for Pokemon. And then like the second or third time we went there, I was like, you know what? Screw it. And I got it. I got Pokemon. And I don't regret it at all because Pokemon Sapphire was flames. The last one, though, my heart goes out to. Mm -hmm. I am so nostalgic for this. I think my parents might have finally donated these and got rid of them. I'll have to ask. I think they did. (sighs) Gundams. Oh, your Gundams. If you don't know what Gundams are, they're basically these uh, action figures. They're just bionicles. No, they're way cooler. They're action figures from Japan um, where they're like those big mecha robots that fight each other. But it comes in pieces. So you actually have to like cut them out and like sand down the sides and then snap them all together and you build it. And it's like... You just sand? Yeah, like sometimes the little nubs where it was connected to the plastic wouldn't break off. So you'd like sand it a little bit so it was smooth. Some people would paint it. That was really cool. Wow, that's a lot more involved than I thought it would be. Oh no, it's it was it would take like a, a good number of hours to put together a Gundam. Hmm,
0: I didn't know that. When I was in college and would visit Kyle's home, he would put them out on his desk and arrange them.
1: Yeah, to show you how cool I was.
0: Yeah, no, for real. Like, so I've seen your Gundam collection.
1: Yeah, there is a good amount of them. I probably had like a dozen. And they ranged in sizes and complexity and price, you know, but that that was the one they have like a little section of like the really nerdy toys. And I would mm-hmm. go there and just be like, what what do they got? It was like the model section. So you could get like the model boats and the model planes. And that's where the Gundams were. Very cool. I just I loved it. It was so fun to walk around and see like what what toys were people thinking of these days? You know, I can't like you. What dog, did someone but... invent this week at Toys R Us? Exactly. You'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's a toy. Or you'd go into the little kids section and look at the plushies and you're like, what is this? It's just a, it's a round animal with huge eyeballs. Is this all you can think of now? Come on, do better. Oh,
0: my gosh. So you like to kind of go in and window shopping and look at toys. Yeah, what we, didn't,
1: we didn't really buy much. It The only time I would buy stuff is like. If there was something brand new and we had like six dollars in our allowance to spend, you know,
0: Mm-hmm. You but could it allow- even an allowance kid.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was an allowance kid, but it was like it wasn't like we were going in and buying something every time we were there or dropping like 50 bucks. It was like if we were lucky or if we had saved up or something really special was in stock, maybe we'd get it. Mm-hmm.
0: I was not an allowance kid. My dad said that he had kids that so they could do chores so <laughs> you shouldn't get paid for them. <laughs> So, I I like that attitude. I I did
1: not get an allowance. Do you have any fond memories of Toys R Us? I too
0: felt like Toys R Us was superior and it was definitely a treat to go. I would say we went to Toys R Us mostly when actually we went to Toys R Us. It was a one in Wayne by my grandma's house. Mm, So, we usually visit my grandma and then go to Toys R Us because we had a birthday party coming up and we had to buy a friend a toy.
1: That was always the hardest thing, going to Toys R Us and getting something for someone else.
0: That was most of the time when I was going to Toys R Us. That's why. Mm -hmm. Um, So it sucked, too, because, like, I remember I bought my friend. I distinctly remember this. I was so sad because I bought my friend this Mulan doll. And when you got her face wet, it turned into, like, her makeup from.
1: Oh, that's really cool. When she
0: goes to, I don't know, I guess, find
1: a husband the the, the beginning scene the matchmaker scene the
0: matchmaker scene yeah exactly um, when she goes to the matchmaker and then when her face dries it's just her her face without makeup and I wanted that doll so badly it came with two outfits and I got it for my friend and it was a bummer that is tough and then my mom like months later I got to get my own but I used to always try to put her face under the water and only get half of her face with the makeup oh, like, like that in the scene. scene where she wipes her makeup off um. So it was a hard part because you had to go pick out for your friends, but usually your friends had the same things they wanted. Yeah. Um, so it was tough.
1: Yeah, very. It
0: was definitely tough, but usually for my birthday, because Christmas, obviously Santa got you everything. But right. for my birthday, sometimes we would go, I get to pick out some things for my birthday. Mm-hmm.
1: Which what was, was your go-to? Stuffed animals or like dolls?
0: I was a big stuffed animal person, but I also liked dolls that were from Disney movies. Like I mm. had a Megra Barbie doll. I had a Mulan Barbie doll. I think I had an Ariel Barbie doll. So I like to get like the Disney princesses. That's cool. As dolls. One thing I wanted so bad and I never got. There are three things actually <laughs> I can think of to this day that I'm like really bummed I never got. Four actually. Uh Wow. I was a jealous kid, I guess. One, I wanted a Furby so freaking bad and I never got a Furby.
1: I never had one, but my one set of cousins did. Uh-huh. And uh it kind of creeped me out. I wanted one so... I just wanted a pet so bad that anything Mm. that
0: was pet-like, I just wanted. Yeah. So I had a lot of stuffed animals as a kid because I just really wanted pets. I would get a lot of dogs. I have probably like 200 dog stuffed animals somewhere in my basement Mm. just from over the years. That might be an exaggeration, but it also might not be. Like, that's how (laughs) much I wanted a dog. Um. So Furby, for sure. Wanted a Furby. There was also... I don't remember if you remember this infomercial of this, like, baby monkey that like moved and shit and you could feed it
1: vaguely it's like ringing bells
0: i really wanted that and my mom was like you're getting a little older do you want to open that in front of your friends (laughs) and i was like no that's a little embarrassing so i never (laughs) got it but to be fair to my mom she offered
1: that's pretty good
0: and i really wanted a my size barbie Mm. my friend had one and i thought it was super cool and i wanted one And uh, my mom, I don't remember this, but apparently I cried on Christmas when I didn't get a My Size Barbie. Mm. And I thought I was bad. Mm. Um, And I still feel really guilty about that because I made my mom cry then on Christmas. A lot of guilt around Toys R Us. Honestly. Just between, like, feeling jealous of what I was getting from my friends. And then also, I don't know. I just really wanted Furby. Yeah. (laughs) I really wanted Furby. Oh, and an Easy Bake Oven. I always wanted one of those. My brother had
1: that. Yeah. Little brother did. Yeah. I was kind of jealous of it.
0: Really wanted one of those. So, I mean, just being a kid and wanting a lot of things that I couldn't have, you know? Yeah. But now looking back, it's just like, none of those things. Like, Furbies are creepy as hell. Easy Bake Ovens probably are full of germs.
1: Yeah. Your life wouldn't have been, uh, anyway, meaningfully different.
0: No, nothing would have improved with it without it.
1: So, yeah. This isn't strictly Toys R Us, but this just kind of reminded me of it. One of the things, and I guess this would happen sometimes maybe at Toys R Us, but more at, like, GameStop and stuff. But I remember when I was really young, my parents were going to Sears to get, like, home stuff, you Mm -hmm. know? And for whatever reason, I guess maybe this was common, they had the toy section actually had, like, the whole video game part. This was before the N64 had even come out, so I was really young. They had a tv with a super nintendo setup Mm -hmm. and they had donkey kong country 2 hooked up Mm -hmm. maybe it was even three that blew my mind Just I literally just stood there and played it the whole time that they were shopping. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the full game. You could just, like, play the whole thing. It was really cool.
0: Usually they have, like, the snippets. Now they just let you play part of the game.
1: Yeah, it was a whole game just plugged in right there. And Dixie Kong has always been one of my favorites. So that was another fun. I I just liked going around and and browsing and, like, trying try before you buy, you know? That was what I liked about it.
0: I wasn't bad. I was bad at that. I wanted everything. But if we, like... I remember one time I cried in Toys R Us as a kid because mm. I wanted something I didn't get. My mom was so mad at me.
1: Yeah. So that, mad. That was... The <laughs> my parents were like, you can't ask for stuff. You know, that was the rules. You can't ask for things. So I would, like, uh, like, learn how to ask for things without asking. Oh, you still
0: do this <laughs> in your life right now.
1: So, so I would go and I'd see something. I'd be like, oh, my God, they have that? How cool that's really neat you know this has this feature and this feature and
0: <laughs> you know you <laughs> do that and i'm getting triggered because you're doing that you want to trade our car in for a new car and you're actively oh look how many miles per gallon this new model has
1: yeah that's what i would do when we were in toys r us i'd be like oh my gosh you know yeah this is really neat and this is a pretty good deal i think it, what's that 20 percent off wow <laughs> you suck i would do that all the time so oh man. i would do that at the grocery store too if there was like a cereal i wanted to try or something i wouldn't ask for it i would just like be like
0: oh man that's really neat
1: like try to incept i've it.
0: never seen this cereal before yeah
1: incept it into my, my all berries brain.
0: my favorite part of captain crunch yeah hmm. oh my
1: god wow they got rid of the 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 yellow things that's really interesting that sounds tasty i bet some kid would like that <laughs> not me though i'll eat whatever. Yeah. So that that's how I got around the rule. I never asked. It was just Blue commenting, thing.
0: You do that now in real life.
1: Yeah. I, well, now you know where that. it came from.
0: Yeah. It sadly works sometimes. Although <laughs> we are not treating our car in, okay?
1: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I really miss Toys R Us. I, I, I'm actually, like, not jokingly sad that they went out of business. I really like just shopping and, like, seeing. I like toys. I like I like seeing people's like imagination come to life, you know, because I I was a big toy kid. I just liked I have a good imagination. So it was fun just like having something tactile to go with it. Hmm. And even as I grew up and like stopped buying toys, I just had a fun time like walking around and seeing what was going on.
0: Oh, there are times when we were in college and you be like, let's just go to Toys R Us and see what Skylanders are.
1: Yeah, I never played Skylanders in my entire life.
0: But you wanted to look at them. Yeah, because
1: they were cool. (laughs) because <laughs> i also like to imagine being a little kid and how hype like if i was a little kid when minecraft came out holy crap i would have worn a minecraft t-shirt every single day to school i'd have a minecraft backpack i would have like been like no you guys have to call me steve now
0: notebooks folders
1: yeah like i would have everything
0: Ooh, back to school supplies that's a good one we should do one day. Ooh,
1: that is. But like, remember when we lived in New York, I would make us go to the Lego store every single time we were in Rockefeller. I just like being around it. So I really loved Toys R Us. Really yeah. loved it. Oof. Rip. Rest in peace.
0: What was it? Jeffrey? Is that the giraffe?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, He was like oh. the the mascot.
1: I remember one time we were going up to New Hampshire and we drove past a Babies R Us and that really blew my mind.
0: That's a thing, though.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Why are they are they plagiarizing Toys R Us? Are they affiliated?" I remember having a little bit of you got uh, defensive. Well, I did, I did get defensive, but then I also was like, "Kind of wish I was a baby. I want to oh go to gosh. Babies R Us.
0: Probably just like cribs <laughs> and stuff." Like,
1: I don't know. In my head, clothes. it was like really fun baby toys. <laughs>
0: What is a fun... Babies don't do anything.
1: Oh, those, like, things that you put in the door and they bounce in it? Like, the little seats? Bouncy seats? That's fun. My <laughs> brother had, like, a little saucer thing that you sat in. You would, like, rotate around and had all the toys around you and you'd hit them and they would, like, rattle. That's fun.
0: It doesn't sound fun to me.
1: Like the piano with the lights?
0: That's just from Big.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, the little one. Uh, getting off topic. I, I do really miss Toys R Us. I also really miss field trips. So, uh, like I said, I'm definitely going to volunteer to chaperone if we have kids. I might. Do you do you think they'll just take chaperones that are affiliated with the community but don't have kids? Probably not.
0: Absolutely not. No, that's
1: definitely a red flag. Yeah, I feel like that's not acceptable. Especially if they have beards, Which triggers people.
0: That's a stereotype. I don't know. Either way, if you don't have a kid there, I feel like the schools like get get the hell out.
1: Yeah, Who probably. Are you? Go away. <laughs> just be like, hey, I'll be a substitute chaperone if you ever need one. Can you
0: imagine, though, if you had kids and you're like, oh, honey, who is your chaperone today? It's like, I don't know, some guy that lives in our neighborhood.
1: <laughs> no. The dude that's always walking his annoying dog. Yeah. Waving to us. Yeah. That guy.
0: They'd be like, I'm calling the police. <laughs>
1: Immediately. Immediately.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. No, I just, we could do our own field trips.
1: I guess we did just Like, we do live that. in
0: Texas. Like, let's go to the Alamo. You know? Yeah, it's definitely like a fun. Texas field trip though. If you want to go into the spirit of field trips, that's definitely something.
1: Alamo Draft House. bought out closed. Done. No, it's not closed. I'm still getting emails. We should do a podcast episode live from the Alamo. Rent out the whole theater. They might still be doing that. I have no idea how much that costs. In my head it's $20. It's probably not $20.
0: I think we should wrap up this podcast <laughs> before we get ahead of ourselves now. <laughs>
1: You know, all of the cool podcasts are doing it, Jess. I've heard really cool things about doing uh, renting out your own theater.
0: I think you just want to go to the movies, but don't want to get exposed <laughs> to Corona, so you want your own place.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. I'd love to hear about your most nostalgic or best or worst field trips. I'd love to hear about that.
0: Mm, me too. Me too.
1: Let I had, had pretty positive
0: experiences. There's no puke.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, we went to... Um, like theme parks all the time canopy lake park i think we did a couple at six flags that was another big one
0: i never did a six flags field trip um with school we did one. Oh, you know what student council in high school we did six six flags
1: yeah that was that another was one fun we one. did in high school like i said last episode i wasn't tall enough for the roller coasters for an embarrassingly long time <laughs> uh but yeah tell us all about your field trip ideas or not ideas uh, I guess if you're a teacher, that'd be interesting. But you go
0: <laughs> the plastic factory.
1: Yeah, <laughs> plastic factory. Uh, but just tell us about your field trips. What's nostalgic for you? What was your worst one? Can you top a uh, whale-watching puke nightmare? Uh, I'd really love to know. Or uh, uh,
0: uh, buying lightsabers and playing in Times Square, apparently.
1: Yeah, and sneaking your PlayStation in. I actually, I forgot to mention when I was in eighth grade and we went to the, uh, the DC field trip, I was one of two kids that had to bring our, our, our electric shavers because my facial hair grew so fast. It was only a three-day field trip. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Gross. <laughs> Thank you all for listening.
0: My, oh, oh, I can top that. Go, yeah. It's a little inappropriate. My mom teaches eighth grade, and one of her kids before the eighth grade field trip asked her how many condoms he should bring. Wow. <laughs> Actually? He asked her that. As a joke, I think, but still.
1: That takes, that takes a lot of guts mm-hmm. to say that to your teacher. That's pretty impressive. Wow.
0: I'm pretty sure it was a joke.
1: I, mean, I think he's even, just trying
0: to, like, you know, like, when kids say stuff to get under people's skin and just get them flustered.
1: But, like, even as a joke, that's a pretty impressive one to say to your teacher. Wow. No electric shaver. No, that's a lot. That's a lot bigger uh, <laughs> and bolder. Uh, anyway, though, thank you all so much for listening.
0: All right. Here's my redemption. Redemption. On Instagram, you can find us at at winermilkpodcast. Got it. Facebook.com slash winermilk. Yep. Twitter at winermilk. www.winermilkpodcast.com.
1: That's our website.
0: And then at com.
1: That's our email. You did it.
0: I crushed. I studied a little bit.
1: You also had to look at me to see if there was a podcast at the end of the Twitter.
0: Oh, I know that one. I was just more like I was delayed reaction about uh, Facebook.
1: Oh, yeah. No, Facebook was right. Facebook.com yeah. slash But anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, send us your stories and uh, we will catch you next episode with Spirited Away. Toodaloo.